Welcome! You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney-turned-alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This show was created for courageous souls willing to step out of their comfort zone and design a new way of life. You'll gain inspired midlife wisdom from those who have done it as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Magnetic Monday with Dawn, where we attract what we want and repel what we don't. And I am so thrilled. We've been trying to put this little interview together for a while. My dear friend, Lisa Godfrey Hayes, right? Uh, Yeah, she got married recently and got to attend a lovely reception on Diane's rooftop. But anyway, she's on vacation down in St. Augustine, Florida, one of my favorite cities, and um, has taken a couple of minutes to chat with us today. So thank you for joining me, Lisa. I really appreciate it. We keep missing each other like ships passing at night. I know you're here. And then I'm like, oh, I get to see Lisa. And and then it's like, you're gone. And so it looks like you're kind of ghosting in and out here of this beautiful For a while until I hit retirement, I'll be back and forth. So, gotcha. Well, next time you're here, give me a shout and we'll uh, at least get a beverage or something. And uh, sounds good. But anyway, um, I want to, you know, I kind of always like to start with, um, you know, like how did this whole overseas thing happen for you? How, why Isla? Give me a little bit of backstory on, on what, how that all came about. Well, I actually grew up in a small town in Alabama and never really traveled with family. And so when I graduated college, I was working at UAB Hospital and some of the nurses had actually worked in Saudi Arabia. So I thought, well, I'm going to apply, see what happens. And so didn't hear anything a year later dating a guy and uh, he applied. So I applied again and I got the job. So I had never been on an airplane or anywhere, so I went to Saudi Arabia in 1986, and so uh, I wanted to travel. You know, I never traveled. I wanted to, so I worked two years in Saudi Arabia during that time. You know, I uh, went to the Middle East traveling. I went to Egypt. I did a safari in Kenya. Loved traveling. then Desert Storm hit. So uh, I actually kind of escaped Saudi Arabia, left when I went on a safari because they had told us once the war started, we wouldn't be able to leave the country. Uh, so um, then I went back, ended up down in Mobile. Uh, and so um, then uh, from there, I, I did some cruises that I taught uh, country western dance on the cruises. Uh, so I got to travel a bit there. Then I got pregnant. And then, of course, I couldn't do the cruises when I was pregnant and time off. And so uh, so anyway, ended up moving back to Alabama, up north Alabama, but uh, love to travel. 
wanted to see the world and uh, I was watching Beachfront Bargains. And uh, so this is about eight years ago and uh, they showed this little island called Isla Mujeres. And I'm like, oh, this looks really, really neat. And I'm the research type, you know, I'm going to research everything. So I started doing it and I thought, you know, I, I'd really love to visit this island. And so that is how I uh, ended up, you know, uh, finding Isla, fell in love with it. So I just had the travel bug and I still do. Wow. So this goes back quite a ways. I mean, the whole Saudi Arabia thing, I mean, that was a while ago. So yeah. this has been a, a passion of yours um, for, for a few decades, it sounds like. Yes. To do that. So, so a TV show. I did not know that. That's a great mm-hmm. story love it. Um, it's funny because that's, you know, I've had other people tell me they've, they've seen things um, on TV. And, and so yeah, why not? Um, try it out. So did you visit um, a few times before you ended up investing or tell me walk me through that um, process of how you came to actually buy property uh, here? Well, um, the first time I came, uh, we stayed in the seashell house. Oh, yeah. And, and so uh, kind of experienced that. Then we stayed down in Playa Norte, which is on the north end, more near the center of the town. Uh, you know, so I came probably once a year, either, you know, girlfriend trips, family trips, whatever. But from the very first time, things would touch my heart. Uh, I think seeing all the toddlers on the scooters with no helmets. So I came back down, I brought helmets and I didn't know any Spanish, but I knew Alto. So I do Alto and stop them and uh, offer to give the toddlers helmets to wear. And so I did that two or three trips, brought school supplies. And then uh, I kept thinking if I could find an organization that's helping the people that I would love to be involved in. So I saw Keys for Life and uh, got in touch with them. So on the trip, uh, they wanted me to meet with Rob Sauls. And so I met with him and kind of got to know and a part of the organization. Well, you know, I had been visiting there probably three or four years and thought, you know, here I was single. And I thought, you know, there is so many single middle-aged women retired on the island and I thought this would be a perfect place so I thought well what I'll do is I'll rent a place for a year and do a trial run you know come when I can you know rent it to people when I can't and just see how it works Uh, but through the organization I needed somebody to help me with that apartment when I wasn't there so one of the guys that is uh, kind of over the La Guadalapana village, a local, he says, I'll take care of you. And so his family just kind of adopted me and uh, they take care of everything. Well, he found an apartment that a local was selling right on the Caribbean. It was a two bedroom apartment that was a shell that was uh, kind of torn up, ramsack, holes in the walls, everything stripped out. Actually, at the time that they had a uh, one of the female police officers living in it in a hammock, and that was all that was in there except a commode uh, because they didn't want somebody to come in and take it over. Mm, So, I mean, and I I got a good offer on it and I thought, you know, there's no way I can do it. Here I am, 
you know, middle income. It's not like, and from Alabama. So it's not like people that come from California, which they can sell their house and buy, you know, a beautiful $500,000 home real easily. In Alabama, the income's not like that. And I thought there's no way I could afford. Well, I had paid off my home in Alabama. So I was able to get a mortgage on it because in Mexico, you had to pay total cash. So ended up, I was able to buy this at a really good price. And then we just said, you know, I just started renovating it. And it's been a process. So now it's just beautiful. Yeah, you you really kind of jumped in with both feet, did you? But but I love that you rented a place for a year. So you really got a feel for what it's like to to have property without that risk, right? Right. Of of investing and then figuring out, oh, now this isn't going to work for me. Like you could really be able to come down um, on a fairly regular basis, it sounds like, and spend some time down there. And, and almost, you know, so you, you kind of did a one-year beta test, try before you buy, really, is what you are talking about. So I love that. Because that's, um, I think, kind of the next phase where I haven't told people that this yet, but that's the next phase of my workshop is teaching this whole concept of a beta test that so many people have, have done. And sometimes they're successful and sometimes they're not. But even if they're not successful, they are successful, right? Right. Because if you do it and, and it doesn't work out, like at least, you know, you haven't, you know, purchased something and regretted or, or gotten yourself into a situation where now you feel like you're stuck, you know, you can always yeah. say, okay, this didn't work out, but okay, what's next, you know, and find something else. So I just love the way that you have, you approached this. It just seems so um, now tell me how I'm curious, what was the time frame from the first time you came to the Island until you rented that apartment? Cause I know you said you, you came uh, down, but it was probably uh, four years okay. that I okay. came down, you know, and so multiple uh, vacations first. Right. Uh, right. And, and, and so, you know, after going there once or twice, we went to uh, Costa Rica because, you know, you hear everything about Costa oh, sure. Rica. And so I thought, you know, but the whole time I was in Costa Rica, it's like, oh, the water isn't as pretty as Isla. Oh, the people are not as friendly as Isla. And, and it's just, you know, I kept comparing it. And so, after that, I've only gone back to the island. I'm like, you know, I've traveled, you know, my cousin lived in Hawaii. You know, I've been to Hawaii a couple of times. Uh, to me, the water is as beautiful as the water in Hawaii. The cost of living and the and traveling there is so much cheaper. Oh, and the, yeah. the flight is so long to Hawaii, whereas I can go to the Atlanta airport two hours I've landed in Cancun and an hour and a half after I've landed, I can go through customs. I can get on a shuttle. I can go to Puerto Rez. I can get on the ferry and, and then I'm on the island. So three and a half hours, three and a half hours. Isn't that fabulous? Hours. I left Atlanta, Georgia, and I am on the island. 
You can't yeah. beat that at yeah, all. It really is. I just actually on Tuesday, I flew from Atlanta. My, my girlfriend has a, a house north of Atlanta in the mountains. So I spent three days in Panama City and then we spent three days at the mountain house because the airfares are kind of weird right now. Like sometimes you can yeah. they're either like dirt cheap or they're like a thousand dollars. It doesn't yeah, seem very expensive. Yeah. It's- but um, I, I wasn't finding anything out of Panama City. And so she said, hey, why don't you check Atlanta? So I did. And it was so easy. I mean, my flight was you gain an hour too, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So I mean, I left at, at 204. And we were we landed early at 320. We were on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the shuttle, it was uh, super simple. I, there, if there would have been a 430 ferry, I would have uh, gotten that one, but they uh, only run on the hour. So I ended up on the five o'clock, but yeah, exactly. It was, it was super easy to get um, from, from there to, to here. So I can, I can see that part of it. Um, and Atlanta is such a big airport. You have lots of choices, yeah. I imagine with your uh, carriers. And right. Stuff. So, yeah, so the, um, so the condo, yeah, I'm just astounded by what you've done with that place, not just the inside, but the outside. Yeah, to paint the entire building because it changed the face of it and, and the locals don't have the money to do it. So I just had to undertake painting the whole building. And well, it's, it's, it sounds daunting to do that, but I, I don't think people realize how cheap it is yeah. to accomplish that. I know, you know, I don't know what it, what yours was, but I mean, we, when we bought our house, it needed paint inside and out. And we're talking 11 and a half foot ceilings. Um, at that time, it was, of course, half the size we had, but it's still, I mean, it was a, a, a the outside and the inside. Uh, probably um, almost as, as big as what you're talking about. And it was $800 was the labor yes. to have a crew come in. They did it in one week. And then of course we had, we bought the paint in addition to that. And I don't remember, you know, paint's gone up in price since, since 2016, quite a bit, but still, I mean, I remember in Orange County, I mean, I paid a guy uh, $1,200 just to paint the outside of my one story home. And that was, and, and still bought the paint with that. I mean, that's, that's a huge difference. Right. And I, and that was, of course, that was years ago. So who knows what. Well, And here's the difference of knowing the locals and having a local take care of you. Mm-hmm. It cost me a hundred dollars to pay somebody to paint the whole building. $100 for the whole building. Yes. No, this you must people must have volunteered to help because you were so generous in doing it. I can imagine yeah. it, it took more than one person to paint that, didn't it? One person mostly. We helped some at first, but I think we made more of a mess. <laughs> and I think they finally like, I will do it, you know, because they, this. <laughs> not only that, they had to go from the roof and paint down, right. you know, and all of it, you know, but it was a lot of money for them. You know, for us, you know, we couldn't imagine doing that for a hundred dollars, but for them, it was a lot of money. And, and, uh, so. Well, it is beautiful. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. 
Pastelito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castelitocaribe.com www.castelitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starving for adventure and new experiences? Ready to lower your living costs and upgrade your quality of life? Do you long for the freedom to live anywhere with the economic satisfaction of earning in paradise? Imagine waking up in paradise every day saying, pinch me, is this real? You can live a happier, healthier, and more joyful life. Don't know where to start? Then grab our free paradise checklist to begin dreaming again and start defining your paradise. It's waiting for you at paradisechecklist.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. And as I recall, it was about $80,000 was what you bought for that apartment. Is that about right? It was 75000 U.S. Okay. Okay. And, you know, probably all the fees, everything else, it was probably around 80,000. And, uh, you know, I ended up spending maybe, I can't remember. I think I gave you all the numbers at one time, but, you know, uh, we built the balcony on it and added it. Uh, and like I say, renovated the whole thing inside. Uh, and even I've done more since then I finished renovating the kitchen and, uh, so we're always kind of adding to it, but, uh, it's probably, you know, in the final touches now. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I mean, even with all of that, um, I mean, what do you think? Maybe 20,000, 30,000? Yeah, more? probably 20,000 with the balcony, the furniture, the right. everything done, you know, right. so, you know, 20, 25. So, you know, 100,000 and I could turn around now and sell it over 200,000 at least. I was going to say, I bet yeah. you that tremendously in value. I mean, like, like uh, most properties here on the island have done that. And then, but what's cool is that's actually an asset for you, right? So you rent that out when you're not there. So it's right. a property, a vacation yes. right there yes. on the ocean. Yes. So what a smart investment um, to be able to do that. So do you have the same local people doing the management for you or do you yes. do the- Still the local families, and I I hire some of the local girls to do the cleaning, some of them that need the money to help buy food and things, and they do a wonderful job, and uh, uh, a local one to kind of manage it for me. Okay, so So, so you don't do, you're pretty much hands off on that side of it. You don't do any bookings or... Well, I do all the bookings. You do the bookings, okay, okay. I do all the bookings. Uh, I use Airbnb. Okay. And uh, and then they handle everything on that end. 
you know, since I'm gone, making sure anything's taken care of that needs doing. And uh, so taking care of the guests. So, and how's that gone? Have you been pretty happy with that? How, how long has it been? It's been a couple years since. Yeah, you uh, I kind of uh, got started uh, and then COVID hit and uh, COVID was hard. You know, uh, first they shut down the island totally. Right. Uh, and so and, and then, you know, people were scared to travel. So, you know, it was, it was a year of about nothing, you know, uh, and then it has really, you know, well, when it when it opened up, I think Mexico was one of the top places. It's one of the first places that opened that people could go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's, it's done real, real well. I stay booked up most of the time now. Uh uh, I had to book time for myself to enjoy it. I I don't let people book long term. Uh, I I try to keep it short term so that I can come when I want to or family or friends. Sure. Uh, so it's it's worked out well and uh, it's a a good investment. Of course, you know, in the United States, you have to pay taxes uh, on what you make off of it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, you can also Right off all your expenses. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, and so, that phantom uh, expensive depreciation, which is not really an expense. Yes. But it's an awful nice tax break on that income that you come in, you know, you, right. you from it. So um, that's wonderful. So tell me um, long term. So what, when do you, when do you think, see retirement happening for you? I'm ready now. <laughs> of <course you> are. <laughs> I just haven't worked it out financially yet. Uh, so um, when uh, when my daughter was probably uh, she's probably four, I guess I started doing uh, medical transcription at home because she hated me working. I you know I worked you know eight hours. I drove about an hour each way. That I was you know, administrative that made me take an hour lunch, you know, and it's just long days. And so I just thought if I could do something, I would just quit so that I could be in her life. So I did this for 12 years. You know, I, I would do medical transcription for hospitals all over the United States. And that way I was able to, to be in her life. I coached her soccer. I did Girl Scouts. I did PTO president. I did it all. But nice. unfortunately, doing that I had no retirement so it's caught up with me you know so if I had anything to tell young people my daughter just got a new job and I'm going you know right now look at your 401k start really thinking about your future I said because it's hard to start when you're 50 suddenly trying to work towards retirement Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, you know, if it wasn't for that, you know, I would probably go ahead now, but, you know, I'm hoping in a couple of years to hopefully be able to retire. Okay. It's been half the time on the Island and half the time, wherever I end up. Well, and, and so you're basically working for that retirement, um, because otherwise you could potentially just go back to that transcription. Well, they actually cut that out. So that's the hard thing. Actually, if I could do that, I could do it from the island, you exactly. know. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, technology took that job away. So they oh. have machines that can actually listen and do all this, you know. So, uh, gotcha. but, uh, 
but Let there are other ones that have come up. I know Diane uh, mm-hmm. knows somebody that that does something uh, by the way of insurance claims, uh, yeah, and things like that with a nursing background. Right. Um, there's probably other things that that are possible. Yeah, it's just amazing what has happened. Um, and uh, as a, a, a silver lining in COVID, right, is right. All these wonderful remote opportunities that we never had before. So, um, so that's exciting. So, um, and your new husband, um, is he loving the island? Is that, is he looking to? He, he enjoys the island too. We're coming back in uh, July and bringing some friends to swim with whale sharks. Oh, fun. And he's going to get his uh, scuba certification uh, while he's down there. So that's some of the that's plans. That's on my list this year too, actually. We have some uh, friends uh, coming to stay that, that are staying at the house here and they swam with the whale sharks last year. And so this year, that was what they wanted to do is do the cert. And I said, you know what? I haven't done that either. I said, I'll, I'll do it when you're here because you know, it'd be fun to have that with the group, I think. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's been into pickleball. And so we have found a couple of pickleball courts and some people yes. and with so I've been playing a lot of pickleball on the island when I come. So I can't wait for him to uh, to meet everybody and, and get to play some there. Oh, that's cool. Well, um, that this is just such an exciting uh, interview for me because uh, I, I knew about the condo, but I didn't really know the whole backstory and kind of how this all came to be. And I think what you've shared is just really such a great roadmap for anybody because, you know, people ask us all the time, you know, should, you know, Oh, can you, can you buy my, my, you know, how do you buy property in Mexico and all that? And it's kind of like, whoa, 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 slow your roll, you know? Right. I mean, you don't want to necessarily right. just jump in like, you know, we, I've been coming here since 1992. I mean, we Tom, Tom, I brought Tom here for the first time in like 2001 and we came year after year after year. And every time we were here, we would explore what's available on the property and kind of watch the market. And, you know, of course, you develop relationships with people like you did and, and some locals and so forth. And so for us, you know, when it finally came time to to make an investment and we didn't like what we were seeing in Florida. And I said, you know, let's go down to Eastland, being able to have that. That's actually why we made the investment that we did. It was actually uh, locals, actually Sergio. Uh, from Lamone, who I've known since he was a bartender on the beach, you know, and now he's got the number one restaurant on the island. And so, you know, he met with us and was just kind of giving us his take. And of course, he's made very smart investments with his home and then turning that into the restaurant. And, and so he's somebody that, um, you know, really, you can feel like has, and in fact, it was his painters were the one that came in and did our whole painting. It's his contractor, right? So those relationships are just so important and being able to go to instead of just going into a community blind and going okay now what do I do right and to be able to go back year after year and be able to establish those relationships with locals that are have your back like you say right. they adopted you and and you know as a single woman especially I'm sure having that um, security of of having somebody a go-to person that you can have as a resource is so so important so I just, I love that, that part of the story. And also I, I think it's real important is the friendships. Uh, when I first decided, Hey, this is something I wanted to do. Then I had 
just said then, I've got to start developing friendships, uh, not only the locals, but the expats on the island. So I, I would make it a point every trip that I was going to meet one or two new people and get to know them, not just meet them, but get to know them and build a friendship up because that's important living anywhere. Uh, And I think more so when you're going to a foreign country to live is that you want a support system for you. And uh, so I got so many new friends and I met you through a friend of a friend, you know, that's That's right. That's right. And actually that's our fourth quarter focus is community and cultural adaptation, because I, I feel the same way that you do that, that that's really an integral part of, of making it a success. Like you've got to become part of the fabric of the local community um, in order to really feel like you're at home, you know, it's, it's just um, what we need as human beings. So Um, and, and you're right, the, not just the locals, the, the expats both. And, and that's, you know, of course, what so many of us love about the island is, is there's, it's not really segregated, right? I mean, it's, it's become, right. especially right. as the island has grown and developed, like we got locals and gringos and expats and like, we're all just <laughs> sort know, we're of all living together and, uh, yeah. and, and, and learn the language. And I, I'm pointing my finger at myself because I am not doing too good at that. I've tried and it does, you know, some people it comes so natural and some people it doesn't. And, but that is a good thing. If you're going to be in another country, it would sure help. But if not, Google translates your best friend, you know, so you hit awesome. that button that says conversation and, and, uh, it works yeah. real good. It helps. Yeah. Especially with the, the mask situation that we've been dealing with. Well, that's awesome, Lisa. Um, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you're um, visiting uh, family in St. Augustine, but I just have one last question. I always like to ask because I always get, or not always, but a lot of times I get really amazing responses. And that is, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you would like to share before we wrap up? Um, I guess, you know, I think that for some people, buying property is good, and some people, it's better to rent long-term. Either option's good. Uh, I know sometimes when I come down there, because I own, sometimes it's not as much a vacation. I'm having to work. I'm having to repair stuff. I'm having to do stuff. Uh, and it's not like just coming and having a vacation, and so I have a lot of friends who, who live there full time, but they rent and that's very good, you know. Uh, so no, that's a, that's renting a good point. Is, um, but I will say that folks need to understand that renting here isn't the same as renting in the United States. Depending on your landlord, you may not get the response. Like if something breaks or whatever, it's a lot of times they, the expectation is, well, oh, guess what? You know, go ahead and fix that. <laughs> hey, I did find out when I rented that year that when you rent, I, uh, the person I did, you were responsible for all the repairs and everything. And I'm like, it's not like in the U.S., you know, so it was a little different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you for sharing that, because I think people um, do. I've even seen that like on the Cancun expat uh, Facebook group where people have said, oh, this is broken or whatever. And people are kind of like, "Eh, well, yeah, that's sort of part of the deal. Um, And and I think it's important to to be around people that know how to do everything, because 
I struggled so much at first because I didn't know all the people. You know, I struggled trying to get my residency, which if I knew what I knew now, it would have been so much easier and save me money and time. And uh, so a lot of things like that is is make contact and resources with people who have done this that can walk you through it and you're not just walking it along. Amen, sister. That is so true. Those are those are wise words for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you go so you can get back to your family and vacation. Thank you yes. so much for taking time to chat with me today. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, I'll see you in July. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit paradisechecklist.com and download our free Paradise Checklist to start your journey. We'd also love for you to become part of our Claim Your Dream Life community. Thank you for listening.